Hey everybody, welcome to the Rotter Road Street Channel. This is the R&R NAR Show, episode 71. Welcome friends, I'm Ruel Gaviola, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, handsome co-host, Chris George. Oh, you charmer. You like that, Chris? That's me waving right there. You like that? <laughs> point, point and wave, that's how you do it. <laughs> Folks, if you you're wondering charmer, what the heck well. we're talking about, be sure to hit the uh, button, uh, click on the link below for the extended edition, where we talk about Chris's new facial hair look out. And he actually That's shared true. some photos, folks. That's you know, true. this is why I'm talking about how beautiful and handsome this man is, because you need to see what he did before he came on the show here today. But Chris, enough true. of that. We can talk about your handsomeness all all show long, but we're not there for that. We we're should. here for games, right? <laughs> we are here for games, I suppose. <laughs> I will put the hundred dollars of my uh budget towards games and not to face creams and hair trimming products. <laughs> I think nice. I will do that. All right. I, I love hearing that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We've got a really cool list today. This is interesting, folks. This is something new for me. I'm excited to do this. Chris, we're looking at the top 12 games you can get for $300. Now, this is a $300 combined U.S. budget that you, Richard, yep. and I um, have decided these are the games we would start, you know, if we had this amount of money, these are the games we would buy. Now, Richard's going to be joining us through the magic of video. Uh, Chris, you want to talk a little bit about maybe your approach to this? I mean, we were, it, it was not an easy task, I thought. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it wasn't. And well, I mean, it was a little bit easier for me because we did our budget in US dollars and me being in Canada, I was like, okay, that's the right. world's my extra. Oh, I've got so much money to spend, <laughs> baby. I, I took a I took a bath with it. I like I showered myself in gems. Um, I really felt very opulent with this list but then i still cheated uh so richard's oh. list has to be um 98 and uh 10 cents because uh -huh. i stole smaller 90 cents from him oh uh, and he doesn't know this but he does now and uh <laughs> and also um for for us we were like okay we've done this in the past with one store but we just went to board game oracle which kind of uh is a conglomerate of the the prices that are out there and right. so of course uh, i i cheated in two ways in that usually when you spend like 100 bucks or, uh, in a game store maybe sometimes it's like 150 you get free shipping right so yep. i didn't factor in anything and i need to specify this because shipping is is the thing that i think about more than my own uh lack of self-worth uh it's it's <laughs> that i think about shipping uh so <laughs> So I didn't put any shipping in. I yep. stole a dollar ninety cents, uh, and I also just got games that I want. Uh, okay. And so, like, some of them I have, and some of them I don't. I, I have two that I have, two that I don't. So I figured I'd, I'd okay. put a balance on that list. And then I also exclusively went to the deals and discounts section on Board Game Oracle because uh, I don't buy things like for yeah. full retail price. Oh, that's uh, great. I think that's a 
that's a chumps game and I'm cheap and I have to deal with fake Canadian money. Uh, and so we, it's a hard life up here. We're cold and our dollar is worth 73 of your cents. Uh, I love so it. we got to do what we can to get by and get things on a discount. Exactly. And so, All right. And so I went exclusively for the discounts. And so like these discounts may uh, not be existing. They might be existing. I don't know, but uh, I'm, I'm very happy with my list and I'm excited to talk about it. Awesome. So that's what I'll say. How well, about you, Ruel? No, oh, that's great. So I, you know, I didn't do the uh, the deals and discounts. I just sort of went on what games I really would, if I did have this imaginary three dollars. Honorable man. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I am an honorable man. I did not take a dollar twenty from anyone. <laughs> but you know, having said that, why don't we just jump right into it, Chris? You're going to kick things All off right. with our number twelve, and then Let's we'll talk more as as we go along here. And um, yeah, so what do we got at number twelve? So this is. $100 for each of us to get four yep. games, and then we combine it for 12 games here for a total of US 300. So, Chris, your first uh, choice, my friend. Well, my first choice, and it's my, it's our number 12 because it is also a cheat. But you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And I know, I know I'm going to get flack for this from Richard in his video. Uh, you're calling I it now. I love it. Nice. But you know what? <laughs> I don't care. Yes. I care about this game. Uh, and because I saw it at this price, and I was like, that's a good deal. And it's something that I've wanted to pick up for a, a long time. It is an expansion to a game that I own. Uh, that's why it, it kind of goes off list because it's like you have to have the base game okay. in order to actually play it. But you know what? I'll throw away my base game and I'll just play with these components <laughs> and I'll figure it out. Uh, we're talking about Scoundrels of Skullport, um, the expansion to Lords of Waterdeep. I had it uh, on Amazon for twenty two ninety nine. Uh, okay. I, I wrote down to where where I uh, I, I found them as well because it's all four different stores as yep. well. So I'm not qualifying for that free shipping mm -hmm. either. Um, uh, so this one was on on Amazon. Scoundrels of Skullport uh, just would would reinvigorate my copy of Lords of Waterdeep. I still love Lords of Waterdeep. Lords of Waterdeep is like such an incredible. Uh, beginner worker placement game. Yes. If you're new to if you're new to worker placement, it like it, it was one of my first twenty games probably that I okay. ever got into my collection, and it's like it's still stuck around. My girlfriend still enjoys playing it, and and I and I have yet to purchase Scoundrels of Skullport. I just love everything that it does. Oh, I love that okay. it adds in a couple new locations on the board. Um, so a, a couple new locations where you can you can get better stuff. But you often also have to take corruption, which are worth negative points. And so they're worth negative points at the end of the game. And they're worth negative points scaled uh, depending upon how many people take these negative points. And, and I don't know, actually now thinking about it, if I've ever really seen that used in many games, that sort of scaling of yeah. the negatives that you can directly affect your opponents to. Because there's like they have three little skulls that you can take, and then when you take those three little skulls, you move on to the next tier, then suddenly every single skull is now worth minus two points, and then mm -hmm. minus three points. And so if, 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 if it's hovering around the minus, like, three to minus four area, you could go there, take a negative, and you'd only get minus four, and you'd make somebody else get a, an additional minus uh, 12, you know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it, when they would have only had minus nine. And, and something like that that could that could scale in that way, or you can use it strategically. I think it's really fun. Just adds in a bunch more stuff. Um, it's a solid game and I haven't played Lords of Waterdeep in a while. And I saw it uh, and I was like, you know what? That's a good price for it. 22 dollars is, is what I would want to pay oh, for yeah. it. Uh, 
Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, it, I think it's regular was like 30 bucks or something, but uh, $22.99 is like, yeah, that's a decent price. Uh, and so that that's kind of how I operated with this list too, of being like, you know what? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good price. Like Uh-oh. I'm yeah. cheap and I would buy it for this price. <laughs> so, so therefore it makes the list. Yeah. No better recommendation than that folks. You're cheap. This is the game, the game for you. Um, <laughs> I love uh, Lords of Waterdeep, especially with the scoundrels cold port. Um, yeah. Confession time, Chris, I've actually owned this twice in my lifetime. Both times I've gotten oh, rid yeah. of it. I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I look at this video here and you talk about it, I need to reacquire this, I think, for the third time. This is It's a good game. It really it's is. It's fantastic. And it's one of those things. The only reason why I got rid of it is because I needed the space in, in my in my yeah. room. But I can always call some other games and bring this one back because it's always solid. I've always enjoyed playing this. And you're right. It's a great worker placement game for you know newbies. But it still yeah. it still has enough, especially with the skull part expansion, where veteran gamers like yourself and m- myself, we still yeah. enjoy it. You know, I will play this anytime. You know, it is so good. Yeah, it's outstanding. For sure. Yeah, it's yeah. it still holds up. I, I love that. So great choice, Chris. And just a reminder, folks, we use boardgameoracle.com to find all the prices yep. and stuff. Uh, they do price comparisons and whatnot, and it, it was really fun doing this. And speaking of fun, I've got a fun one for my number eleven, Chris. Uh, a game. That I've loved for a long time. Just probably, well, no, I, I I was introduced introduced to this after. Let me see. Oh, you know what? No. Okay, I should back up. I, I need to explain my reason here for this game. <laughs> I, I, well, let me let me uh, write it down here. I I had it all set up here. Let me see. Da, da, yeah. do, do. I know. I was I was searching frantically off screen to get my my prices my price list up too. Yeah, what's happening. And you totally caught me, folks. This is hey, this is the beauty of doing this live, and we are doing this live on Twitch, and uh, things happen. But my number eleven, the way what I was gonna uh, talk about is. There was a game called Dinosaur Island that I really enjoyed. Worker placement. It's basically Jurassic Park uh, on on the tabletop, right? And as much as I enjoyed that game, I thought there were some problems with it. Number one, it ran too long. Number two, it was a huge table hog. And it was just, you know, it was a pain to set up, pain to clean up, and it didn't get to the table that much. But there was a, there was a perfect replacement for that game, and it's my number 11. It was dirt cheap. It is Dinosaur Island, rar and right. And yes, we have yeah. to say rar and right, because that's the name. You do. Right. If you uh, don't, you go to jail. Exactly. You if go to board game jail. Off. You don't want that. You want to say rar and right. This is the roll and right or rar and right version. How many times can I say that? I don't know. We're, we're going to keep going, though. I don't know. <laughs> we should get a counter on the screen, though. Uh, we, we should. Live, we would. Folks uh, on YouTube, let us know how many times you caught me saying rar and right. Uh, anyways, <laughs> it still keeps all the flavor and all the gameplay of the original, which I love, Chris. You're still building your park. You're still going to, you know, hope keep those dinos where they're supposed to be and you're doing it with the use of these really cool polyomino tiles that you just write and draw on your player sheet now you still roll you're still going to get resources you still need to build you know use the dna to build your dinosaurs and eventually your hopefully your park's going to be safe and you have you know your concession stands you have all the different buildings it is dinosaur island and it's still what's great it's still a thinky as heck game. It's crunchy. Like it is not just like, oh, here's I'm gonna roll dice, write a number, hopefully it works. No, this is still a dinosaur island experience, worker placement, action selection. You have different abilities, and oh my gosh, I love this game. I had to have a roll and write on this list, Chris, and I was wondering, mm-hmm. for me at least, most bang for my buck. 
you know, do I go with like a, a classic like Welcome To or something like Godshawn's Clever? And I was like, you know what? Dinosaur Island, rawr and right is the perfect mix of not only worker play or action selection worker placement, but also dice placement, I should say. And you have that yeah. roll and write experience. So it's a little crunchier than Yahtzee or whatever, but oh boy, it's so good. I love this game so much. That's why it's our number 11, friends. Dinosaur Island, rawr and right. Rawr and right. I'm <laughs> over the moon that it's it's on a list that's not my selection. I love this game as well. Yeah. It, it made my top 20 games. Like, oh, nice. Like number 17 or something. Yeah. I, I have... We're going to adore this game. It's so good. And I love it because most roll and rights don't feel interactive. But when you snake draft the dice yes. and you have that leaving the dice in the middle, it just feels so, uh, so important. Like you're actually affecting each other in a way that like yeah. most roll and rights are your own solo puzzle. And I just love the interaction that it brings. It's, agreed, it's agreed. so solid. And it, it yeah. just now had you played the original Dinosaur Island, Chris, or just this? I haven't. No, it's okay. my only only Dinosaur Island uh, experience. Yeah, I yeah, I I would even say you don't have to experience Dinosaur Island because you have the best version of it here. I did cool. like Dual Soul Island, the two player, but I feel like this okay. is superior. It, it's even better than that one because of just yeah. the way you use the dice and uh, the way that you're drawing stuff. I mean, it, it is it's technically a roll right, but I feel like. It really feels like a full-fledged board game, right? Where you yeah. are still working all these different things, got to convert resources and, and whatnot. I mean, I, I love the experience, and I'm glad that it's when you're to, you're top twenty. That's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. I'm I cannot wait. I I think I don't know. You never know when games are in development or when expansions are in development. I had talked to the designer at at Origins, and he mentioned he oh. was like, "Oh yeah, I'm trying to get some different maps or something." That would be the expansion. Like that's Ooh. the that's the vision for the expansion. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this sounds incredible. He's like, yeah. yeah, you know, if you like cover something up, maybe you get something. I was like, that sounds like the best thing oh, in the my God. world. Yeah. Um, wait, wait. Is so this is this official know. or was this just he was just sort no, of talking? No, no. It, it was just it was just uh, a conversation. Okay, just, okay. There's no no official here, but like I've been ever since that conversation, I was like, listen, when it happens, let me know. Yes. <laughs> like, tell me if you need play testing, I'll do it. Like, I don't care. Because uh, I, I, I managed to play test this. I, I play tested this when it was first in its um, uh, original. Like, no way. I did it over like tabletop. Yeah, tabletop. Oh, wow. And cool. uh, yeah, and then they gave me like a $10 coupon off the Kickstarter. I was like, great. Right on. So I got for $10 cheaper. It's like, a, thank you for playing. So do you remember so, when it was in its original prototype form? Was it similar it to was, the finished it project? It was pretty close. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty close. To, yeah, I, where, whenever I got invited into the process, right? This Very was before nice. I started like doing doing youtube i think so okay like yeah wow cool regular old play tester <laughs> right on okay folks that's our number 12 and 11 let's move on to richard for number 10 richard take it away okay guys good to have you back yes and well excellent choice as always i find myself very much agreeing with you ron wright is phenomenal that is so much game in that roll and write box really heavy crunchy stuff uh definitely big value there and chris 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 we we've made such progress over the last few months we've really become more simpatico but then you throw it all away by spitting in the face of this very list by making people get an expansion without the game, then they have to pay an extra 40 bucks, and then we break the entire conceit of this list. So, before we get to number 10 on the list, I am going to have to call an audible. I'm going to have to make an executive decision here, because uh, in the R&R &R &R show, I am the first R, and I am going to head over to the excellent site we all used for this, Board Game Oracle, um, because Chris... 
What what did you say? I believe you said Skullport was $22.99. I'm, I'm going to suggest, hey, maybe if you'd gone into, where is it? Advanced search. There we go. And we say, just board games. Not expansions, accessories, just board games. I am going to have to find a replacement for you now. Oh, let's see. $22.99. $22.99. There's got to be something that is the exact same price right off the bat. Yo, Spiel is yours, winner. Scout, come on. I wouldn't choose it, but you could have chosen it. Or what else? Um, oh, a lot of people love the Machi Coral. I don't. Warp's Edge. Man, that Warp's Edge is one of the greatest solo modern games there is. A high, high, uh, very good choice. Mysterium Park. All the great fun of Mysterium in a tighter, faster playing, easier to teach package. A great party social game. Red Outpost is such a cool twist on worker placement. Proving Grounds, another fantastic solo. Loot Island, a very sharp game. A little too cutthroat for my taste, but excellent as well. Um, Shinkansen Zero K, I know how much you love Red Cathedral. This is from the same developers. Chris, you had so many options at your price point to give us a real game. But anyway, you chose not to. That's okay. Um, I Of all those, oh, it's probably Warp Set or, or, or Mysterium Park. I, I could say either of those really should have been our number 12 on the list. And sticking to our, what is it, $294.56 target. Um, anyway, though, okay. Uh, enough of that. Uh, all that out of the way. Let's move on to number 10 on the list, Earth. I decided to go big. I've got my hundred bucks, and Earth is right now my odds-on favorite uh, top game of the year, 2023. And when I saw it's so easy to pick up for like $49.99, we're at um, Just Games Rochester. I mean, actually, I know it's out of print at most major online retailers, but when they do have it in stock, it's even cheaper than that. And this game has so much going on. I feel like I've talked about uh, Earth quite a bit. Like I said, I will be talking about at the end of the year, there's almost no way it doesn't make my game of the year. So it seemed like an obvious no-brainer. Such a brilliant, wonderful, crunchy puzzle of a game that gives you so much play in such a tight frame, time frame, because of the uh, simultaneous play, uh, where every time on a player's turn, they trigger an action, everybody else gets to do a version of that action. So much fun, so much to track, a really wonderfully produced game. I can't recommend it highly enough. Number 10 on the list, Earth. And before I throw back to you guys, I just wanted to say, if, in case I wasn't clear, Board Game Oracle is fantastic. A really wonderful and very useful website. There's a link for it down in the show notes, like everything else we're talking about today. Uh, RIP to the wonderful Board Game Atlas, another website that offered the same function of being able to comparison shop. They shut down a few months ago, but Board Game Oracle lives on and cannot recommend this website highly enough, and they made this entire video possible. Uh, so much so that, folks, did you know there's an extended version of this show where we have a pre-show and a post-show? Uh, you can hit that I in the top right corner screen or follow the links down in the show notes to go check that out. And in the extended post-show... I had so much fun doing this, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of extra 12 additional games that you could buy for under 300 bucks if you're looking uh, for some great options. So, anyway, all that out of the way, back to you guys. Yeah, so, again, if you're watching this YouTube, we have an extended version that we record live here on Twitch, so mm -hmm. be sure to hit the show notes below, check out the link, and you will see all of that great stuff. 
uh earth fantastic game i love yeah. this the yeah the first time i played it was actually with richard at um dice tower west and it was a brilliant game getting on tons of accolades this year deservedly so and yeah he went big right off the bat and that's you know it's it's all good we took different approaches I'm still laughing, yeah. Chris, over him calling you out for that. Uh, I, I really like the title of Chris is Wrong down yeah, below. That was, my exactly. favorite. that was my favorite touch of it. Uh, I knew that would happen, but you know what? You called it. I don't care. I stand by it. Yes. I will happily play with just my expansion and think everyone should do that. We have a lot of I love it. That's great. Warp's Edge. Uh, <laughs> I've heard Warp's Edge is really great. I just don't play solo games, so. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Warp's Edge is fantastic. Shows how much um, shows how much Richard knows me. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> the Chris is heart, wrong. Richard. Uh, <laughs> no, it's very funny. Uh, but but I think like the the essence of this list is also uh, value, right? And I think yeah. that's that's why Earth is a really nice pick for it because it is it is really like it's really affordable for the quality of game that you get mm-hmm. and like the amount of components in it. What well, I spent yep. a lot of time on Kickstarter and when I saw this on Kickstarter, it was like 54 Canadian. That was like the Kickstarter price. Uh, and that's was just incredible, right? Yeah. Like that's 40 something us and that's what it's running for. And the fact that like, it is so you, they could price this up an extra 10 bucks. I don't think anybody would bat an eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. in terms of feeling like you also got your money's worth. And that says something uh, since I'm incredibly cheap. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's incredible value. And that's why it was yeah. our number 10. And I'll thank you, mm-hmm. Richard, for that. Now it's back to you, Chris, for number nine. Let's see. Are you going to break the rules again? Or what are we doing here? I'm, my not, go- I'm not going to break the rules. <laughs> uh, this one was over on Game Nerds. Um yeah, I'm I'm glad Richard shouted out Board Game Atlas too. That that did just shut down, and that was that yeah. was a, a loss I feel for 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 us. But Board Game Oracle is still going, and that's really nice. They did, they like they didn't sponsor this video. We just we just like it, right? Like right, yeah. Like the 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 site. So uh, yeah. I think that that was a great shout out. Um, but yeah, this one is Game Nerds. It, it clocks in. This is my most expensive. No, no, no. My I left my most expensive for the last. Uh, this okay. one clocks in at twenty four ninety seven. Uh, and it is a game that I tried to pick games that I feel are really good games that um, are sort of undervalued because they didn't get the widespread popularity. And mm-hmm. I think this is this is that game. People said it was too long. That was one of the main critiques of it. I don't think it's too long, even as the base game. You mm-hmm. don't need the Igor variant. Uh, I'm talking about Abomination, ah, nice. Era of Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's just a lovely worker placement game. I feel like I've mentioned it on lists in the past and i almost held it back because i was like ah dang in october we're probably going to do a spooky scary list and i should i ball abominations probably going to be on that one too <laughs> right. um so i i almost picked something different in terms of just like uh, thinking ahead for for future stuff but i i opted to keep it in because i think at 24.97 that's a great price for this game it's it's just yeah. a solid oh two worker placements hey you can incorporate scoundrels of skullport into abomination era frankenstein <laughs> and it'd be completely fine it'll really shake up the game um <laughs> but uh yeah you're 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 trying to you're you're collecting dead body parts and then you're reanimating your your frankenstein monster corpse frankenstein's monster wants a friend or a bride and you've got to reanimate it uh i just think it's a it's a heck of a lot of fun it's a dark theme but i find it very funny like i find it very funny that you can go to the graveyard 
and your 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 parts that you get aren't as fresh and so you need to use them sooner than if you paid somebody to murder someone in a back alley because yeah then those parts will be fresh like that's the overarching theme of it uh and and just that aspect is very funny to me and um and also the fact that you can if there's a, a hunter who's hunting Frankenstein's monster yep. and the hunter actually catches up, then things are worth different points. And I love those, those end game triggers where it's like, Oh, if you completed your monster and Frankenstein's alive, it's worth more points than, you know, if you if Frankenstein's dead, well, make sure your morality stat is still up yep. high. Cause then that's worth more points. So yeah, just a really, really solid, not, not too complicated at all. And I really didn't find it. Like I played the lo- I've only played the long game. I haven't played the Igor variant. Okay. And, we did it. People are like, "Oh, it takes four hours." We did it in two, like, yeah, very, and that was with a teach. You know what I mean? Like, okay, it's it's gotten quicker since then. When when, but all people know the game, right? Um, right. Yeah, I think oh, you're you're yeah. right. It, it definitely depends on players because I I've played this game a couple of times, and one time, actually, the first time I played, there was a few like casual gamers, and this is definitely mm. not for them. Uh, it was definitely a next a next step. Uh, so that took a little longer, but we ultimately liked it. I liked it a lot better. Uh, I did like it a lot better with the Igor variant, where to me that felt like you know having Terraform Mars Prelude with Terraform Mars. You yeah, know, just yeah. ramps things up. But overall, the game is—it's one of my favorites. I, I still have it. I—I the—it's one of the most thematic games out there, right? Nice. It is yeah. just perfectly oh, yeah. matched. Um, it is dark. It's not for everyone. It is pretty gruesome. But I just think yeah. you know you're talking about funny bits. Just the whole thing that you could use like dog parts. You know, for your yeah, you can use dog like... parts. You can put your parts on ice, like yeah. thematically. It's... If we do a Halloween list, spoiler alert, this is my number one. Oh yeah, like it's... yeah. I, anytime there's a Halloween list, it's this always makes it on there. It, it's an evergreen yeah. title. It's it's fantastic game. Um, there are, I do understand some of the complaints about being too long, but as you said, you know, you've been able to knock it out in two hours and that's perfectly fine. So yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. people that's just like need an to... average game, right? Yeah. For, or at least what I, I assume an average game. Yeah. Is. Not bad I'll at all. I'll have to check out the eager variant then. I, uh, I highly recommend like it. it. Yeah. And yeah. also during, I think it was during the pandemic when it first started, I think the designers came up with a solo variant as well, if I'm not mm, mistaken. Yeah, they did. Like an official they one, did, right? Yeah. So They're I haven't given that a shot. Yeah, well. I'd like to yeah. check that one out. But yeah, fantastic game. I definitely worth. I mean, for what was it, twenty four ninety seven? You said like that's twenty four ninety seven. That's right? like over that's half great, off, right? That's a fantastic yeah, yeah, deal. Like a yeah, really good good deal. It was on it was on Game Nerds. I don't know. That yeah. was, we yeah. made this like a couple of days ago, so. Cool. Uh, I don't know if it's still there for that, but for that price, yeah, yeah really absolutely. Good. And the production is it? the production's brilliant. I mean, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Again, if you can get over the theme of like body parts and stuff, it is a beautiful production. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, that's our number eight. Uh, oh, it's to me now for number. Yeah. Oh no, that was number nine. Now we're, we're going to me eight. for number we're eight. Great. Yeah, uh, yeah. We will again. We're recording this live on Twitch, folks, just for y'all. And um, I've got number eight. Uh, this is a game. It's pretty actually it's brand new chris uh this is something that is on pre-order actually so i sort of broke the rules too mm. you know i didn't do an expansion but i got one that you have to pre-order rather than it's not actually available right now but um yeah, pre-order is fine okay it's fine as long as you're okay with it i'm okay with it um so, i'll allow it uh, thank you chris <laughs> appreciate it uh this is one of my favorite games of this year so by far it's on the top three so far i don't see it going down it's wonderful it is a game called sky team that's our number eight uh this is a cooperative game that richard and i actually played here on the channel folks if you saw it uh it is on the channel right now and we had a really good time uh 
doing this. You're basically a pilot and co-pilot trying to land your plane safely and you do this through dice placement. And what really what, what's really brilliant about this game is that you can strategize all you want, but once you talk about once you get into the meat of the game, which is placing the dice, you can no longer talk. And your dice are behind screens, so you cannot see what you have. And you're trying to, to deduce what your partner is going to place in certain areas. So there's all these different tracks. The pilot has access to a few that the co-pilot doesn't have, and vice versa. There are some that you're working together, such as, hey, we need to land this plane. I need to get the landing gear down. You need to get the flaps down. We need to make sure we're you know level. Uh, we need to make sure our speed is okay. Oh, by the way, we need to make sure we don't run out of fuel. And you know, if we want help, you know, we need to concentrate. And I love the fact that in the game, the concentration tokens are represented by coffee cups. So, hey, give me another cup of coffee. I need to land this plane. Uh, but so it's a great little theme and what's great chris is it only plays in 20 minutes it's a quick game and yeah. i think so i uh, we did this here on the channel i also played on my channel and i think for me the biggest selling point is i played my buddy daryl daryl is not a cooperative gamer he is i mean he's a wonderful friend he just doesn't want to play co-op games this is a co-op game i was like dude give this one chance you know we'll never have to play it again he actually requested to play it again right after we played it. That's how much he liked it. And he we still talk about it. I was like, dude, I think this might... And he's like, yeah, it's the the fact that, you know, it takes away the quarterbacking of a lot of uh, cooperative games. Yeah. Uh, just the way it's sure. built. And I love the theme of trying to land this plane. And it is funny when you know you're not going to land. It's like, okay, thanks for flying Rotto Airlines. We're all going to crash in the mountain now. Enjoy your <laughs> flight. We'll see you next time. But that's why it's my number eight. A brilliant game this year. It is on pre-order. That is Sky Team. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I've heard that happens a lot on Rado Airlines. <laughs> it only happens when he talks about expansions being on a list. <laughs> I've, just, I've, I've just heard I've heard that happens a lot. I'm, I don't know. That's I, I don't know who I heard that from. But I heard I heard it. I definitely heard it from someone. People people were talking about it. That's all I was saying. People talk. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Richard. Uh, he's got our number seven. Okay, Ruel, once again. I agree wholeheartedly. Sky Team is fantastic. I had so much fun filming that run-through with you. And uh, it's stressful. No choice about it, but it's such a brilliant design. And Chris, Abomination is no doubt an excellent uh, design. Very macabre, very grotesque. But uh, if you're not turned off by the subject matter, and for folks who don't know, uh, if you use the official variant, you can read about on Board Game Geek. Because I think... 
pretty much universally, one of the biggest complaints about Abomination was its gameplay length was just way too long. Epically long. The uh, developers and publishers took that feedback on board. They released uh, updated rules that let you play it in almost half the time, and then it becomes a truly excellent experience, again, if you're looking for a really macabre worker placement game. Probably not for me and Jen, but eh, it's certainly a step up from your previous entry. But all that out of the way, let's move on to number seven on the list, Nimalia, which is another game that has the potential to make it into my top 10 games for this year, 2023. A simple, unassuming, a little uh, card game where we're doing Seven Wonders Sushi Go style drafting of cards and then layering them on top of each other using a scoring system taken right out of um, Isle of Sky and used to such great effect. I love this multiple object system. Oh, a cartography does it too, but Isle of Sky is really what introduced us to this variable objective system where you solve objectives, then they come back later, and so you're really trying to score them well early and late, and just so much fun, so much variety, a nice collection of different objectives are going to mix it up game after game after game, and even in two-player, the card draft, maybe even especially in two-player, the card drafting is so tense. This game is phenomenal. Well, I know you love it too, and uh, it can be gotten for $15.99 at Atomic Empire, according to the Oracle. And when I saw that, I'm so in love with this game right now, I had to put it on my list. Nimalia. Yeah, this one was on my list as well. This is such a, again, a number of the game for me that's top five of the year. And talk about bang for your buck. In that little box, it's got a fantastic, uh, just so much replayability and just a fantastic game. Um, I don't know if you've been able to play it yet, Chris, but what would you? No, what I've do you think of this type of? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was. I walked up to a table and, and I think at Dice Hour West, I feel like Alex from Board Game Co was playing it. Yeah, I was like, oh, this looks neat. Yeah, and I know you've talked about it super highly as well. Yeah. Um, I love I love those variable scoring conditions. Those are variable not scoring conditions, but the variable objectives. Yep. And how the cycle of it happens, I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah this was uh, on my list, and it didn't make the list because Richard got to talk about. It. So a uh, very. Wise choice uh, for number seven, Richard, but let's move on to Chris. Mm -hmm. We've got our number six coming up. Now, I feel like this maybe should have been our number three, like my my number one, but okay. but I'm going to talk about it now because because uh, objectively, I think I like the game more that's, that's uh, coming up. But this game, I think I am its only advocate. I think I'm the only person <laughs> who advocates for this game. It was a game that was universally panned by... Uh, so many people, but I I do not know why. I sure it used to be a hundred dollars, right? When it first came out, they were trying to sell it for like a hundred bucks. Now, because everybody hates it, you can get it for fourteen ninety five. Wow! At Noble Knight, uh, I've seen it this low consistently. I've seen it this low consistently, uh, and for this price, like give it a freaking try. It, it's Seafall. It's Seafall, <laughs> nice. legacy game. Yes. Seafall. I've had so much fun with Seafall. I've played so many games of Seafall. We're like, I don't know. I'd say like eighty or ninety percent through the campaign, and then uh, we stopped, and we haven't been able to get back together because of like conflicting schedules, etc. Yeah. But it's it's really fun. It's it's really fun. And sure, I can see like I think the issue with Seafall and, and why people didn't like it is that like there's 
there's a chance down the line if certain elements line up you can get that like overpowered weird combo right like so because whoever's in the lead uh whoever's in second or third or whatever you get a certain number of bonuses at the start of the game because whoever's in the lead generally on the overarching campaign of points uh has gotten a bunch of upgrades and so it kind of balances the, that way everybody gets a bunch more stuff to start uh but but then if you don't win the actual game you get to choose to keep a like a person uh and so there's a there's some people that can come out that do like really game breaking things and like my my friends who I play a lot of game with they played Seafall first um, and they ran into this situation where one player was able to kind of win in two turns and win in a way that like oh. it they weren't able to get to the end of the map to like explore the final area like the game ends when you explore the island at the end of the sea or something like that mm-hmm. and so because he had like this engine that was going that he could just win he just kept winning and he just kept winning until he could tie up the scores oh. basically <laughs> and, and wow. then they're like okay we got to stop this like you can't play that power anymore it's done we're just gonna play a game and we're gonna finish the game because it was like two five games or so okay. in which like this weird broken power combo work for this yeah. person right and so like i i see the potential for those things that can happen but other than that it's a really fun game of uh resource management and just exploring and reading little passages of text and figuring out new exciting things that pop up right like you'll you'll discover islands and all those islands will will be a bit different uh you'll discover little inlets in the middle of your map that like or currents that push you along. And so your map develops differently. You get a whole nice unique map that I feel generally will work very well. And, and it, it's so sad to me that people don't give this game a shot. Mm -hmm. Like if, if the idea of, if you like that exploration idea, or if you like that idea of like going to islands and getting different resources and trading those, it's, it's a really solid game system. Like it's not the best thing in the world, but it's not a bad game. It's actually a very good game. Okay. I think. Yeah. Like, I, I I really I really enjoyed it. I I really enjoyed it a lot. I like that I could raid somebody's ship in the high seas. I like that I could go into their port and just fire my cannons and steal things from their vaults. And then when I do that, uh, they get a bunch of enmity stickers against me, so that the next time I try to do that, they've got like an additional defense strength, right? So it, mm-hmm. the way those sort of work. Um, it works out like there are ways that that it could be broken. Yes, I understand that. But but for me, the discoveries were fun. The journey was fun. And everybody I've been playing this with three players, my, myself included. And we all three of us have had a really good time every time we played the game. And it's something that we're actively excited to finish. And we played our last game, I don't know, over a year ago. And just okay. like, I think it was a pandemic thing that probably stopped us as well. But I think yeah. it started somewhat in the pandemic. It was, we all travel, right? Like yeah. we're all variable. So it's just like schedules happen and, and whatever. But wow. yeah, I, I've had a lovely time with it. Had an absolutely lovely, lovely time with it. I think if you go in with no expectations, like that's how to go into this game. Okay. Because I think everybody's expectations were so, so high after Pandemic Legacy season one. Yep. Like, oh, it's another legacy game. It's it's gonna happen, yeah. uh, and 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 it just got panned by everybody who played it, and 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 I think uh, it's a tough thing to review because you need to actually have played the full experience, and so people 
people I think like reviewers will play it max. Like I think Shut Up and Sit Down said they played it like six times in their review. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. They're like, ah, it just felt like too samey. And like, I get that the cycle, it doesn't like ramp up super quick. But if you like that initial cycle, I, I just really enjoyed exploring the islands, getting yeah. to name the islands. There's so many new characters that pop up that you get to name. Like it just really embodied the legacy experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I still think Pandemic Legacy Season 1 is is better. Um, okay. But I, I thought Seafall was fun. I thought Seafall was really nice. fun. And I'll, I'll wave that flag uh, I, <laughs> forever. Yeah, uh, I could talk about it forever, but yeah, that's, that's uh, great. I'll cut myself off. You, you've yeah. you've sold me, Chris. I'm gonna tell you, I was like everyone else. I had heard all the hype, and it just it was pretty much dead in the water, right? Literally dead in the water yeah. Yeah. when it came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. it was un- it was unfortunate. Nobody likes it. No yeah, one likes it. no one liked it. <laughs> and, like it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think that's great that you came back and you actually had yeah. a good experience with it. It shows to me yeah. that has there's some merit for giving this a shot. You know, um, it's like yeah. you know, I did hear. Uh, the similar thing where I, uh, my friend group that did get it, they did say there was something broken and it may have been that sort of like what you had with your friend, but they also yeah. sort of said, okay, well it's broken. We just moved past it and they, they liked it. They didn't love it, but they didn't like it enough. Like, okay, it wasn't as bad yeah. as they thought it was. So for yeah. 15 bucks, like it really, for that's 15 bucks. Yeah. Like, come on. That's a steal. Come on. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, see it at that price yeah. Friggin' get it. I might, I might as yeah. well try it at that price for sure. So, yeah, right. great, yeah, great job, Chris. I, I yeah. never, I never would have thought this would have been on the list, honestly. But for yeah. that price and the fact that you had a great experience, I think it's worthy of this list. Well done, man. Yeah. Great. Okay. Rich um, will hate it, but you know what can anyway. we do about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not an expansion. <laughs> Not an expansion. <laughs> Let's you move can on. Use to use counters of Skullport in it, though, too. Oh, that's right. Incorporate. Yeah. That's part of you. You, if you didn't, if you don't know that, you probably just didn't get to that part yet. Oh, yeah, you wow. can. You can use it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good how it's incorporated. I thought that was one of the true innovations. It's right. It's like, oh, look, we got something special here. Um, let's yeah, move yeah. on to our, our top five now. I'll kick things off with number five. Uh, this now I had talked about Dinosaur Island, rar and right as being bang for your buck. This to me is the epitome of bang for your buck. This game I've had in my collection for many, many years. And the thing is, Chris, the list price, I don't understand how they, I mean, it's great. The list price is like $19.99 US, but you could get it on sale. You know, Board Game Oracle told me that the lowest price is like $14.99 at the time, but I love this game. It was a worker placement game, probably my favorite mechanism of all. So, of course, I had to include this game. This is Targi or Targi. I always call it Targi. Yeah. I always call it Targi, folks. I'm going to stick with Targi. Uh, Wonderful game. A worker placement game. It's got this really cool. Uh, mechanism of a grid style mechanism where you place your workers on the outer edges with some actions and then where they intersect in the middle you're going to take those actions as well so you got resources you convert those resources to the um uh cards that are trying to set in your tableau they're like oasis and the camel cards and all kinds of good stuff i mean it's just a brilliant game and it, it's one of those games sort of like um Dinosaur Island Raw and Right, where the size of it surprises you with how much depth and complexity the, the game holds, right? So as you're placing your workers, I remember the first time I played it, I just figured, oh, it's going to be a light, breezy, whatever, whatever. And then 30 minutes into it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Like, this is a worker placement game that isn't like, not like on a board. It's just this grid of cards and these little uh, figures, but oh, it's so good. I always love this one. I actually got the expansion for it as well, which adds uh, resources and different cards. 
I, I cannot recommend this highly enough, especially because it's at such a low price point. Less than like $20 US, you can usually find this anywhere. Yeah. It has gone out of print a couple of times, but uh, Cosmos, I believe they're the current publisher. They've been doing a really good job the last few years of keeping this in print, and I'm glad because more people need to play this game. Um, it's one of those games that... It's not a quick game. You're going to be there for a full 30, 45 minutes. Uh, don't let the, again, don't let the uh, size surprise you. Like thinking, oh, we'll just bang this out real quick. No, you're going to be there for a while because it's a full-on game, full-on worker placement. Fantastic. Cannot recommend it highly enough. That's why it's our number five, Targi. Or Targi. I still don't know how to say it, Chris. I'm going to go with Targi. I say Targi mainly because I've heard it. A lot of people say Targi, right? Like, I don't know. The, Good enough for me. The right yeah yes yeah i i i saw this as well i was like that's a good deal yeah and right. I, the only reason it didn't make my list is because i haven't played it but i i've heard you talk about it so much that yeah. I, that like i i flanked it immediately and i was like yeah you know what we should do i i think i don't know if you're on board game arena right chris i mean yeah yeah we, yeah. we need to play this they have this on board game arena it's a pretty good implementation too so we need to right. uh yeah line yeah. line up some games love that. to play yeah yeah, yeah. all right so that's our number five let's see what richard's got in store with us uh store for us uh at number four richard let's take it away okay excellent Targi, one of the greatest all-time worker placement games period never mind two player games that made it onto our two-player list recently, didn't it? If not, that was an oversight, but I'm sure it did. And I'm always happy to talk about it, so good choice. And Chris, Seafall, good find. I have to admit, I only ever played the first two missions of it when I got a chance at a Gen Con many, many years ago. Check out an early prototype of it, and I thought it was pretty cool. I would definitely be down. I mean, at that kind of a price, what was it? 14 bucks? Why not give it a go? I mean, I've heard lots of mixed things about it over the years. Some people think it's the greatest. Some people think it's the worst of all time. Some people at one point thought it was the greatest, but then kind of backtracked those ideas later. But again, at 15 bucks, how can you go wrong? It seems like it would definitely worth checking out. Uh, so, I am liking both of those choices. And I'm also fond of number... Where are we at now? Number four on the list. Um, Next Station London, uh, which is an excellent roll and write or flip and fill. There's no dice. It's cards instead. And while I haven't covered it on the channel, Tia here at TJO, she did a great job. By the way, folks, if you have not checked out Tia's channel, you will love it. If you like the Rotto Runs Through channel, she does a phenomenal job, mostly focusing on solo run-throughs of all kinds of stuff. I, I cannot recommend her channel highly enough. There's going to be a link for it down in the show notes. There's just links uh, for everything we're talking about today down in the show notes. And she, Tia does an amazing job showing just what makes this game so special. It's one of many route-building rolling rights out there. I mean, you know, probably uh, Railroad Inc. is the most famous one, and I love the Railroad Inc. games too. But what makes this one stand out and the reason it got nominated for the Spiel des Jahres and almost won, some people think it was robbed, is the fact that you are working simultaneously on four different colored tracks. And you have to be careful about not having the tracks cross over each other. So there's like this whole extra level of complexity that is very, very cool. And what was the price I found it at? $11.17 at Boardlandia. 1117. I mean, come on. How could you not seek out one of the Spiel des Jahres nominees at that kind of price? Um, again, if you want to know more, check out Tia's wonderful run through. Link for it down in the show notes. And uh, yeah, getting down to the best stuff, folks. Back to you guys. 
Okay, yeah. Um, folks, yeah, be sure to check out Tia's channel. I watch that uh, channel uh, somewhat regularly. I really enjoy it. She does a fantastic job, especially with her solo run-throughs. It's great. But um, yeah, so next stop, London. I've, I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I have not played it. Actually, no, wait, I take that back. I have played on BGA. And I was sort of like playing it, and I didn't really know what I was doing, so I just sort of like went along, and then we finished the game. I was like, oh, I need to learn how to actually learn how to play this. But it has everything I like about rolling rights. It looks fantastic, <laughs> and I'm interested in trying. I will maybe we should play it. We should play it on BGA, Chris. There's another one to add to the list, right? Yeah, you know what? We should have a a Ruel stream of a or a B. We'll have a BGA stream. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay, I'm down, folks. Fun. Keep an eye out for that live stream right here on Twitch, yeah. and then of course we'll share it on YouTube as well. So that was yeah. uh, Rich's number four. We're at the top three now, friends. This is the top three games of our combined list. $300 US, what 12 games we would buy. Basically, we got $100 each, four games each. And now, Chris, this is your top game pick. It's going to be our number three. What do we got for us? Our number three, uh, this is my most expensive. It comes in at $38.99, oh. which puts me at $101.90, which is why I had to steal a dollar ninety from uh. somebody else. Uh, <laughs> but I again it was one of those things where it's a game that I've wanted to add to my collection for a little while now. Uh, a friend has it. It's a weird thing. I don't need to add it to my collection. A friend has it. I can play it with them. But I I want it. I just want it because it's a good game. Um this is Grand Austria Hotel, $38.99 from Detective Hawk Games, which I'd never heard of. Apparently, yeah. they're a little game store in uh, Florida, just outside of uh, Orlando, I want to say. Oh, okay. So in that area. Because uh, I looked it up. I was, it's $38.99. I, th- I said, Grand Austria for $38.99? I've only seen it for like $70. Right. right? Yep. Uh, and and so, so that amount of like a discount made me perk up and make me want to add it in. And the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I just, I just want it. I just like the game. Uh, I want to have a copy for myself. And uh, it, it's, it's really fun. It's, it's from uh, one of my favorite design teams out there. I think they also did Lorenzo, yep. which I really enjoy. Yes. Uh, and like Golem and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, this is fun. You roll a bunch of dice and the amount of dice that are rolled for a certain number, uh, is the efficacy of that action. Each number corresponds with an action on one. You do something different on three, you do something different. But in that example that that was up, uh, if you see three threes, well, then you get to do that like three times. And so I think it's a really interesting a way of choosing actions in terms of, okay, do I take the one thing that's only there? Cause there's only one of it, but do I take something from the three section because then I get the best usage of it? And it makes everything uh, important. And I love games where I feel like all of your actions you need to take right then. I feel like that in Lorenzo. I feel like that in Great Grand Austria Hotel. And, and it's just such a solid, solid thing. Uh, I don't know if Detective Hawk Games has a uh, an actual store. It seems like they were only shipping so then i and then i also looked at their shipping and the shipping felt reasonable they seems like they only shipped to the u.s so i it was out of luck for me but it was like seven or nine dollars and then after conversion that's when you get it to be like almost 70 canadian right <laughs> i'm like oh yeah well that's why we did it in the u.s <laughs> that's why we did it in the u.s uh, but still like i was like i like that i was like nah, i'm still keeping it in because i like grand austria a lot and, yeah and it's a great game yeah, you know you can always uh, ship it to me or Richard. And then at the next convention we're at, we could give That's you true. the game. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. This design team they do. You mentioned Gollum and um, uh, Lorenzo, yeah. Il Magnifico. I love all the ways yeah. they use dice. You know, it's very unique. The, yeah. That just 
I think they're Italian, right? The Italian dice designers. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're sort of somewhat uh, casually known as uh, brilliant, brilliant stuff. And you're right. This game, I've never seen it less than like 70 US. It's always yeah. super expensive. So Always really expensive. Yeah. To save almost uh, half off. I mean, that's, yeah, brilliant choice. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're here that's for. That's why it landed. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we're here, folks, to show you all you can make this awesome game collection of 12 games for $300 US. And, you know, Chris, the dollar, what was it, $1.40 you went over? Don't worry about yeah, it. I got $1. you. 90, I yeah, dollar ninety. Don't worry. I got you because my complete list <laughs> came out to eighty six forty. I think it was. Wow. So plenty of wow. plenty of money to play with. Plenty of room. Yeah, plenty, plenty of room. room. And I also like you. I, I uh, followed your lead here, putting my most expensive game uh, last. And actually, it's not that expensive. You know, we I saved a couple of bucks uh, thanks to board game Oracle. Uh, dot com mm-hmm. but it wasn't like it was it's not a super expensive game but on the context of this list it, it was for me this is my my personal um number one but it's our number two on the combined list this is a spill de jar winner called cascadia and you know it was 28 19 which i think is a steal for this game it is brilliant it's pr- probably my favorite uh tile lane game at the moment um yeah. It's, you know, Michelle and I loved it. Our friends and family enjoyed it. Um, you are building a little tableau of your uh, Pacific South uh, Northwest. Uh, uh, you got different terrains. You have different animals that go on those terrains, and you're eventually trying to score points. Uh, based on the animals, there are different scoring conditions, which I think is such a great move on this game. You start with the basic um, scoring, like hawks cannot be adjacent to each other. Fish go, you know, do a run of salmon. Bears, you start with bears and pairs, so every pair of bears you have points. But then, as you get dive deeper into the game, you can swap those out for different conditions. You know, elks may score in like little groups, bears may score in you know triplets or whatever. And then, on top of that, Chris, what I love too, now I haven't actually played it, but I know that a lot of people do, and this is great. I love when games do this, they include a family variant. So, all these scoring conditions, you take those out, and they just have this one card that gives you very basic scoring, and it's a great way to get, excuse me, younger gamers or new gamers into the flow of things, they understand these, because there there are some things that, you know, can be a bit much for, you know, newer gamers, such as, not only you're trying to score animals, you're trying to score terrains, so that you're juggling two things, like, oh, I want all the my forests together, I want all my mountains together, etc. Oh, wait, I need these animals, and then you throw in the nature tokens, hey, if you place a animal that matches a keystone, the one that has a little triangle on it, you get a nature token, that allows you to bypass the main rule, which is you draft a pair of tiles, a tile and an animal. You have to draft those two together. But using a nature token, you can start swapping those. You know, hey, I want this one with this one instead. Oh, it's such a brilliant design. I love this from the moment I got it. And I was so happy when, yeah, when Randy Flynn won uh, Spiel des Jahres because I, I, there was no, for me, there was no other game deserving. I mean, no, I shouldn't say that. There was no other game for me that should have won the Spiel. And I'm so glad they did. It's an absolute brilliant game. And they have an expansion coming out. Maybe next year when we do this list, you can put that expansion all by itself, Chris. Who knows? Um, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a landmarks expansion. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be good. I got a sneak peek at it at Gen Con. It's more of the good oh, stuff, nice. folks. Yeah, it, it's great. So that's why it's our number two, Cascadia. Yeah, solid pick. Like it, it hits really well. I, I just played Verdant this summer. Oh. I feel like 
I feel like I like Verdant more than Cascadia. Yeah. And I feel like that's a hot take, but it it's is... a hot take that I'm I'm happy to make. Yeah. I um I you don't like Cascadia. Like it's still great. Yeah, yeah. I've heard other people say that as well. I've played I, I really enjoyed Verdant, and it's definitely crunchier and stinkier than Cascadia mm. for sure. Uh, and I do I love that's it. That's why I like it. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, Cascadia has that nice point of like it's thinky but not too thinky. Uh, and for yeah. me, that means it's going to get, it'll be easier to get to the table. Uh, with, Definitely. you know, my main playing partner, Michelle, she likes uh, casual gateway, gateway plus games. Uh, and we actually yeah. know we did enjoy Verdant. Why didn't I put this on the list? I, I know. Uh, I'm going with Cascadia. I'm not going to overthink oh. it. I, I really no, enjoy it. No, Cascadia is probably cheaper. Yeah. Probably that, cheaper. That's it. That's That might be it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to our number one for the list. Uh, Richard's got it. Let's see what he's got to say. Take it away, Richard. Oh, nice choice. Again, Ruel, you are four for four. And Cascadia, a no-brainer. Definitely deserving of all the kudos and awards it's won over the year. And Chris, I take back everything I said earlier in this video. An excellent choice. Grand Austria Hotel is one of the all-time Euro greats. Uh, and especially for folks who don't know, the Let's Waltz expansion introduced an alternate way that you can have the turn order structure. So it's not the snake turn order, which can make you really, at a high player count, end up having to wait a long time between turns. It was hugely improved. You don't have to pick up the Let's Waltz expansion. You can apply the new rules to the original game and it makes an already phenomenal game even better just figured i should mention that for folks who don't know or who maybe played grand austria hotel and said boy i really liked it except for the incredibly long wait between turns so uh that was fixed and uh those are excellent choices but they pale in comparison to our communal number one which is jaws of the lion which i could not believe i found on cool stuff inc for 21 dollars 59 uh which is a bit lower than normal, but it's always been an incredibly... Um one of the best value propositions in board gaming, quite frankly. Now, the full title of this is Gloomhaven Jaws of the Line. Gloomhaven is my number three highest ranked game of all time. But Gloomhaven is a terrifying game to approach. It has an incredibly long rule book, so many deep, complex Byzantine rules that you really have to learn to be able to appreciate the brilliance of this cooperative dungeon crawl. But what makes Jaws of the Lion a spin-off, basically a Gloomhaven 1.5, is that uh, it uh, introduces you to all the core concepts of the game uh, in what has got to be the greatest uh, tutorial system that we have ever seen in board gaming. And really, all publishers should study how Cephalofair Games put this together to make uh, one of the most complex, uh, daunting, terrifying games to learn incredibly easy to learn while giving you all the absolutely amazing cooperative dungeon crawliness. And at this price, how could you not include it on a list? One of the greatest co-ops of all time and um, one of the greatest value propositions at $21.59. Number one on the list for me, it had to be Jaws of the Lion. Yeah, that's a pretty much a no-brainer. That was a great call, Richard. So much, yeah. I've been talking about it all list long, so much bang for your buck. I mean, there's something yeah. that they took Gloomhaven, shrunk it down, but made it a lot more accessible. And I've started my Jaws of the Lion campaign, and I'm really enjoying it. It's got what you want as far as jumping into that big world without committing to the big box experience, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
Chris, any thoughts? I'm still working on. I'm still working on convincing my girlfriend Renee to, to jump into that with me because I haven't. Yeah. I haven't played. I've only played Gloomhaven. I haven't played Jaws of the Lion. Yeah. So, but I. I was like, I feel like this would be a good one for us to play together, and so I'm. Yeah. Just waiting for my moment to strike. There it uh, is. And yeah, fantastic, fantastic price for it. Like, yeah. So, so much value, right? You get so many campaigns. You get so many game sessions. Right. Uh, f- uh, on the backs of a system that was number one on yeah. Board Game Geek for like five years. You know, exactly. like it's yeah. Yeah, and I it's, think. It- well, the great Likely thing it'll hit. Yeah, and I think the great thing about it too is the fact that you know you play it, and if you really get into it, then you've got Frosthaven, you've got Gloomhaven waiting for it. If you really want to dive deeper into it, and, but rather than yeah. committing right away, oh, I'm going to buy Frosthaven, and you play it's like, oh, it's not for me. You, you're out a couple of hundred bucks, right? Whereas with Jaws yeah. of Lion, it's a lot more accessible, and it's not going to break your you know your bank your your bank account, right? If you if it's not for you, okay, you've only spent a certain amount of money rather than hundreds of dollars, right? So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's part of the reason why I'm I'm actually really I was really happy when it Gloomhaven got dethroned by Brass Birmingham on BGG is number mm-hmm. one because I, I it's. It's happened more than once that people have been like, oh, board games and like starting to get interested in board gaming. And then they've gone to BGG and they're like, well, what's the number one game? Gloomhaven. Okay, I should probably get that, right? Yeah. And and I've had to I've had to be like, well, okay, just like s- slow down for a second. Like yep. it's it's gonna be big, it's gonna be a big <laughs> investment. But like I've had that, I think that's that's the reason my my friend um Josh gave me Gloomhaven for a, a Christmas gift or a birthday gift one one oh, day. Okay. And, and I think that's the reason. Like that's the reason. Like it's the number one game. Nice, that's the one for you, right? Uh, and so I was like, great. And so he and I like started playing it, and he he ha- wasn't he doesn't play a lot of games, so like yeah. he hasn't been that into it. And so that's where my Gloomhaven like experience has kind of tailed off because I want right. to play it with him because like he bought it for me. Yeah. But, but I think um, I think Jaws of the Lion also solves that immensely exactly. in terms of being accessible and and not being so overwhelming to like new new players i would right. rather jaws of the lion was number one over gloomhaven so yeah would be like oh that's a gloomhaven i should get first right exactly and then as, like more uh, knowledgeable gamers you'd know the difference but uh, exactly. when you don't know right going into it it's yeah right yeah so and great I, pick, great pick. <clears throat> yeah great pick and i know that gloomhaven jaws of the lion has been rising up in the rankings of bgg so it's nice mm-hmm. to see that uh, getting the recognition deserves oh yeah it's like five it's like yeah. number five yeah it's right up there Okay, yeah. great. So, folks, that's our top 12 games for $300. Let us know what you thought should have been on the list in the comments below. And, uh, Chris, thanks again. Another fantastic show. Always wonderful talking to uh, games with you, my friend. And um, I agree. Yeah, always a good time. And until next time, folks, we'll see you later. Uh, that's uh, the r r show, episode 71. Take care. See you later. So long. Bye-bye. <laughs>